listening to the Cock and Bowl podcast, where once each week uh, my tech setup gets even worse and Nathan's technical prowess gets even better. We're reversing roles. We're swapping. We're swapping lives, it feels like. And soon we'll be swapping wives. Nathan, how are you doing? Watch the throne. I'm doing delightful. There's pop filter involved. The mic is hanging from the ceiling. I feel like I'm in Darth Vader's little pod. Uh, I have you I, now. I, the pod cave has been renovated. Uh, after one week, we've already renovated the pod cave. Stay so, on target. So Nathan's feeling great. I'm just going to keep saying Star Wars references anytime. anytime. You can keep doing do that. It. Also, if you if you can't tell by the fact that Spencer's vamping more than usual, it's Nathan's turn yeah. again. Welcome to Nathan's corner. You can- and you know what I thought... To- I thought, you know what? We need a topical episode. What's topical right now? Uh, uh, oh, I know, I know. Roseanne! Uh, uh, yep, that's it. <laughs> that's it. So we're going to do a whole episode on the history of Roseanne. No, we're not. We're doing racism! Hi, guys! Welcome to racism. We're going to do a we whole episode. We had a episode. few backups. We had a few topical backups. We were going to talk about uh, governors that uh, rape women and then get caught up in charity scandals and then get fired. Uh, good riddance, governor of Missouri. Go fuck yourself. Now we get a less known Republican to screw us. We were, yay! Yeah, we were gonna talk about a uh, other topical twenty eight end of May twenty eighteen topics like um, mm-hmm. Infinity War. Nothing. That's still a thing, right? No, no, we did that one. We did that one. I think we Thanos last. I week. liked the part. Uh, no, where Thanos sucked every Avenger's toes. That's exactly how that movie ended canonically. I haven't seen it, as far as I know. That's true. Uh, so full disclaimers. Disclaimer time. I am not an expert at literally anything. Oh, neither am I. Uh, I am especially not an expert at race relations. What with being a white dude living in the middle of Missouri. We're not known for our skill at race relations out here. But gosh darn it, the cock and bull tackles the tough topics. And if you can think of a tougher topic, come at me, bro. Yeah, Nathan, Nathan can speak uh, for himself. So- I've been to Bush Stadium, which is... Uh, surrounded by large buildings and the occasional uh, black person, so I feel totally qualified to discuss race relations. Uh, I feel like I'm the most uh, racially open-minded and just, uh, you know, fr- you know, you know. I'm just going to say it. I'm really well, into Kendrick Lamar right. this week. Well, bye, guys. Bye. Just say it. I mean, I, four, I might as well say I understand the plight. I've listened to a lot of uh-huh. good Kendrick Lamar this week. Goody, goody. Oh, oh, Spencer's woke, guys. We're good. Spencer's woke. It's all okay. Uh, no. So, full, full honesty, uh, we're, I, I am desperately going to try and keep this on the rails and, and, and keep as much of my not speak on topics I have no business speaking on. But then again, I'm talking about racism as a white person, so I really have no business talking about any of this. But it was really interesting to me, so we're gonna talk about it. So strap in, strap on, and if you don't want to deal with this, you've been warned. Get out now. Hmm. White folks gonna try and, uh, white folks gonna try and solve some racism. We're not gonna solve anything, but... We're going to hopefully make you feel bad, and that's what we're here for. So, Spencer. Uh-huh. Stereotypes are a thing, right? Yes, they are. They are. And uh, there are plenty of stereotypes about uh, certain subgroups. And uh, I, I find We're talking it, about jocks and I, nerds, I think... right? I'm ready to talk about the hard exactly. subjects. Exactly. That's yeah. what we're talking about. That's what we're talking about. Jocks, nerds. Uh, we put Gamers on the glasses. Gamers put the tape on the rim. Mm-hmm. So, one of the more common stereotypes that, uh, that, that seems to just exist without explanation is that uh, African-American black people seem to like them chicken- and watermelon. Uh-huh. Kind of the weird thing is that for, from a stereotyping standpoint, that seems oddly specific. It is. And it's extremely oddly specific. just... And I know it doesn't exist for the commercial success of Popeyes. Like, there, there's there's more exactly. reason to it. There there should be, you'd think so. Uh, it, 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 way back when, and by the way, the entire credit to this episode, uh, at Absurdist Words on Twitter, 
I, almost all of this episode is sourced directly from his Sunday School series or going to his Medium page. Uh, he has a Patreon as well. Give the person money. That being said, how did this get started? Well, we all know that uh, that white people are really, really good at being awful to basically everybody. But mm, we're going to go gonna need some citation. Citations, all of human history. There you go. Uh, but get back it. in the Wayback Machine, and we're heading to everyone's favorite slavery. Uh, so it is Fan really, favorite. it is really, really easy to go. Well, talking about fried chicken and watermelon as a thing that that black people like isn't racist. That's just a thing. It's a th- they do. Everyone likes it. Uh, it's funny. Ha <laughs> ha. No, no. And uh, if you ever say that out loud, and someone gets mad at you, and you go, "Oh, they're being overly sensitive." Here's why you're an idiot. Uh, so most of the justification for slavery was not, hey, we should be able to own people. That's a thing. Uh, shockingly enough, if you read most of the primary source documents, uh, while they totally were in favor of slavery, uh, they didn't just say, well, we can own other people and we said so, so here we go. You have to kind of massage your way into owning human beings and exploiting them for for your own personal gain and the way white folk Mm -hmm. did that was by convincing ourselves that black people weren't really humans oh goody yeah goody Uh we're Mm -hmm. five minutes in yeah has this become problematic for you yet because it's problematic for me yeah I look. I'm getting flashbacks to. I wrote a. Um. I had to write a paper for like one of the only actual history classes I took. Now let that sentence stand out for who's the mm-hmm. primary researcher for the show. Um. But one of the few history classes I actually took in college, I had to uh, uh, read through these theses from people who were pro-slavery. And holy shit, the the weird leaps of logic that are made to justify owning people. The mental gymnastics these people do would would just Nastia Lukin would just stand back and would clap. earn America several gold medals at the fucked up Olympics at the racist Olympics. Yes, Dave Chappelle, we've had the racial draft. Give me the racial Olympics. Boot that boot that back up. Let's make that happen. Uh, let's go. Um, so most humans, I think, pretty innately should understand that owning other people is at like at best, eh, on the moral scale, at best, uh, <laughs> at best. At best, uh, and this is—is is that like, like if you consider parenting owning someone, like then yeah. you're saying, eh, okay, all right, yeah, yeah, sure. So, so obviously, exploiting for for labor and all of that kind of stuff is you know a little harder to get. So you go back and like you said, scientists, <laughs> politicians, businessmen, basically everybody has proof that that everything you could think of under the sun is oh well, they're not human. Look at this. Why? Look at these things. Uh, so again, you you when you dehumanize somebody in that way, it makes it a lot easier to justify slavery because you're being paternal. You go back to the parenting example. Oh, well, they're not they, they they would die without me. I'm helping them and they they do things for me, but that's the trade-off. I make my child wear a Swiffer on his back and then I just kick him around the floor to mop up. That's his due for me feeding him on a day-to-day basis. That's mm-hmm. that's my twist that that's my fun analogy for for why white people could just no, there's no justification they were evil. But that's not the point. Uh you convince yourself that you're being nice because they're not real people. And there you go. Um, and so if they're essentially well, yeah, we children. It, I mean, we painted it as 
they are they're less intelligent and therefore we're doing them a favor because we're at least introducing them slowly with the training wheels into society like that's how we justified imperialism too that's how we like conquered the fucking Mm. philippines was we were like oh the kind white man is coming to educate these dipshits who eat bananas every day haven't they learned to eat things out of cans guys silly brown people so how does this get us back to fried chicken and watermelon well here we go watermelons are a traditionally an african fruit i didn't know that are they really uh, they are according are to the, really? the, the research I did for this, and if you can prove me wrong, go for it. But yeah, I'm going with it. Well, like lo- logically, I can't guess where else they'd grow other than rainforest. Is Makes what sense. comes to mind first. Well, rainforest, but you think rainforest? You don't think watermelon? That's a that's a weird thing to grow in the rainforest. Because aren't they like yeah, on the well, ground? Well, watermelon are like pumpkins. They can grow anywhere. They like, are. The whole like pump- point is you get one seed in, and then you're fucked. It's pumpkins everywhere. Welcome. If, if, you oh. don't, if you want something that's not a pumpkin, go fuck yourself. You're in pumpkin town now. And you have transitioned wisely. And so a couple of these watermelon seeds were smuggled over, and you know, on the boats, uh, and the other means of which people were brought over from Africa as slaves because God. Uh, Hang on. Wait. What? What's the? What's the other way that wasn't a boat? Uh going with sea turtle. Falcor. Okay. Okay. Never ending story, Falcor. Uh, so, slaves often would plant watermelon seeds in the little leftover plots that they were given where they were told, hey, after you've picked all my food, go make yourself some, too. Uh, so, they're easy to grow, and as you said, they're they're kind of like the kudzu, welcome to local Arkansas references, of foods. Mm. They'll just grow. You don't have to work too hard at it. Just put them there. They'll do their job. Uh, so if you're working in the field all day to grow food for somebody else that you'll never get to benefit from, you're probably going to want the lowest maintenance food to grow for yourself if you're going to do that. Yep. Yay, watermelon. Uh, watermelon are easy to grow. They are delicious. And if you tell me they're not, you're a liar. Go yourself. They're, they're delicious. Uh, and more importantly, do you know what watermelons are like 90%? I mean, water. Yes! And you know what's super, super appetizing when you've spent the entire day in a field (laughs) picking stuff for the white man? Fucking water! Oh. Water with some sugar and delicious in it, goddammit. And that, and so, watermelon. Makes a whole lot of sense now, doesn't it? Sure. Good times. So, there we go. So, we're, we're, we're getting there. We're getting there. Chickens, a similar feat. Not like you smuggle in one chicken and all of a sudden you got a whole... Uh, you know, sea of chickens, except unless you've been to Hawaii. Uh, people who've been to Hawaii, what's just roaming all around that goddamn? Oh, yeah, it's chickens. It's chickens. Because there was a hurricane, it blew everything open, and like four chickens got out, and now it's just a goddamn chicken palooza out there. I thought you were, I thought you were going to say just a, a few Nolan's chickens came flying over from the leftover winds of Katrina. Nope, nope, hurricane. They were tending them, they got out, and now they roam that island freely. Like you're in resorts, and there's just fucking chickens just hanging out everywhere. It's weird. Much uh, less exciting, but. It, yeah, I, much I'll, less I'll exciting, but, not, but still relevant. So, again. They're easy to tend. You don't need to feed them a lot. Uh, you just kind of throw some corn kernels at them every now and again, and they go. And right. if you're noticing a trend, this is kind of like the foundation of almost everything known traditionally as soul food. Uh, when you think of soul food, if you kind of looked to all of the core components, chicken soup, easy to make, things we have in abundance, things, you know, you know, to, to take a problematic Arrested Development reference, you know, throw a couple bones in there, you know, throw it together. Hey, you got a stew going. Um it, it's mm-hmm. it, you use what you have, and if there's one thing that, that uh, the Black struggle in America has taught us, it's that you can basically make 
anything work. They are the if, if there is a more resourceful and you know ingenuity prone group of people in this country, find them because dear God, the, the, you give them nothing and then take that nothing away and they will still find a way. As is the case with almost everything in the black experience in America at the time, uh, they took what they had and they shined that freaking coal into a diamond. They would they would make the most out of what they had, which is, in this case, we have our watermelon and we have chicken. So after the Civil War, we, fr- we freed everybody, right? It's over. Yeah, no, everything was fine immediately. That's exactly how it worked. It was all cool. Yeah, we were all cool because we won the war against slavery and then black people were no longer second-class citizens. Exactly. Right? Exactly. That's exactly... Uh, no, no, we all know that's not true. Uh, no, that most, almost all, you know, uh, black people at that point, even freed freed slaves, were still completely disenfranchised from the labor market. Uh, you're not... You're not are gonna... You- if you just took me at age 30 and dropped me into the middle of this country like PUBG style with a with with nothing and just said, "Hey, go now." And I have n- no like how are you supposed to integrate yourself into that society? It does not work. So Are you telling me that when we shot Osama bin Laden terrorism just didn't end? It's super weird, right? It's super That's weird. weird how it works. That's weird. We like big moral high points where we can end the chapter on the history book. Uh, it doesn't work that yeah. way. Bizarre so, how much of my elementary school education I spent being told racism's over now. We did it. We won. <laughs> this is that time. This is that time in 1886 and in 1969 where we defeated racism. Hooray! Yeah, it was it was fucked up. It was fucked yeah, up. Yeah, it was very fucked up. So tell me why it's more fucked up though. Yeah, yeah. So after after again, when you when you have freed a group of people, their real only option is kind of to go back to slavery. You kind of have to go back to de facto, well, I'm the only thing I've ever done is this. I know how to do this. You're here. Now you have to pay me to do it. So, I mean, yeah, I've won the moral victory, but still, here we are. So, mm-hmm. slowly but surely, we start working with what we've got and we try and figure it out. So, when you have your own plots, when you have your own kind of dictate what you can do, you're going to go what's with what's comfortable with what you know how to do. And what did black people at the time know how to do? Grow watermelon okay. and ten chickens. All right. Cool. All right. This is, yeah, cool. Yes, and this is no. This is the this is the part where this is the part where hey, ingenuity pays off. The free market. Leave people. People figure out how to succeed. Uh, black farmers went with what they knew. They grew the most profitable uh, crops and and foods that they knew how to make. And then you would start seeing watermelon stands pop up. It, it's uh, you know lemonade stands are for little white girls. Watermelon stands are for the the freed slave after reconstruct during reconstruction. We are mm. it is a way to to start earning your own way in this fun system that the white man has told you you are completely incapable of interacting in his entire life. So again, yeah, yeah, and now it's going to become a, a laughing point for ignorant white people. Okay, no. this is oh not yet. Oh, you wish it was that easy. Oh no, I do. it wouldn't be I fun do. if it was that. No, it has to be more insidious. Yes. So, watermelon stands are popping up. It is an easy... Again, everyone loves watermelon. Of course, people are buying watermelon. It's fucking delicious. Uh, and white people can't grow shit because they were lazy. And, well, that's that's an oversimplification. But, yeah, they exploited white free labor their entire... They exploited free labor their entire life. When you have to actually learn how to do things for yourself, say, it's difficult. Yeah. So, all of the... You, you start seeing the, the budding... You know, seeds of entrepreneurship amongst this class of people that the southern white man had convinced himself 
was less than human. Your whole justification for why slavery was okay and why you fought the Civil War and anyone who wants to say it was not about slavery has not read any primary source documents from the time because it was absolutely about slavery. You fought an entire war. Most of the people you know died or fought or are missing a leg because these people are subhuman. We're better than them. We can own them. Oh, and can shit. We, they've been quick. free for two weeks and they've already started like selling things. Oh, fuck. Can we, can we real quick, since we just dropped what I hope to God is not a bombshell for some dipshit out there. Yes, they fought for slavery. I don't, you can argue that your ancestors fought because their farms were under attack from the, the war of Northern aggression. First of all, the Confederacy attacked Fort Sumter. They, they did the first strike. They instigated the war and they got their asses kicked. Number two, it's fine that your ancestor fought for a shitty cause. You don't have to celebrate every ancestor. The Germans don't celebrate their grandparents who fought as Nazis. You, you don't have to celebrate someone no, because the they Ukrainians were an report. asshole. You can, you can choose to ignore that person. I don't care if your pappy sounded cool otherwise. He fought for slavery. That's kind of fucked up. And it's okay. We can move forward. We can admit that we made mistakes and we need to get better. Some That's what we're can't. doing. That's what we're trying Nathan, to do some now. Some people can't. And well, it boggles the other, my the mind. Other the interesting thing I've always, and I've never really had a good, good person, you know, no good argument. When they say they were fighting for states' rights, what rights did they lose after the war? What rights the did, right to did Lincoln slaves? take away from them? The right to own slaves? Oh, it's just that one. It's just yeah, that it's one. Yeah, pretty much that one. Oh, well, shit. Oh, no, 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 not that one. Not that, there was also, it was also the right to um, uh, make more efficient amounts of money through your plantation. Um which was operating on slaves. Oh, wait, shit, no, it goes back shit, to the first back one. To the oh, shit, God my bad, damn it. my bad. It's always, ah, it's a sticking point. It's always slavery, isn't it? That's so weird. It always, come back. But again, this is where we're at. So again, I can only, I cannot even fathom as a worldview when you start seeing, again, not long after Reconstruction, entrepreneurship, the seeds of the budding capitalists, you know, people going out there that you thought were subhuman, that needed you, and that was your whole worldview was constructed on that. When you see them start selling things and it contradicts that worldview, what are you going to do? Oh, tell me what you're going to do. You're going to do everything you can to convince yourself that that's not what's happening. You're going to do everything short of of the mental Olympics to convince yourself that this is not actually happening in front of you. So now we start PR campaigns. Now we have to start justifying spin, 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 spin. Uh, the PR war begins. PR always a good thing. It's literally never been used for evil. Uh, no, 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 never, oh, never, yeah. never. Yeah. So if a freed slave showed that they could self-determine and this ruined the whole narrative that you used to sleep at night, we're going to have to weaponize that. So images of these of uh, now have you ever eaten a watermelon i have have you have you ever eaten a watermelon in a way that did not involve you getting watermelon all over yourself uh no is the answer to that question it's physically impossible you, the watermelon is not a you don't have a fork you don't have a knife they didn't have cutlery we're not we're not doing easy things watermelon is by definition a messy food it is a food if you that try and eat if you're eating watermelon on the assumption that you will remain clean afterwards, you're basically Mitt Romney when he ate pizza with a fork and knife. Uh-huh, and we make fun of Mitt for that. But yep. you take that image of a black man 
eating watermelon. And oh, look, they're not really doing. They just want to sit around and eat watermelon. This is silly. They're not doing work. They don't want to do actual work. Actual work would be picking my cotton. No, selling stuff to other people. That's not real. Oh, shit. Oh, they're They're being lazy. Pull themselves up by their bootstraps. Why don't they start owning Asians? That would be work. Yeah. So if you, uh, this is the time of the Cock and Bull podcast where you need to go Google some very uncomfortable things. Uh, and if you mm. Google any, any mm, picture of, of black people and watermelon around, you know, Reconstruction times, it is literally the most offensive, just, oh my God, what the hell stuff in the history of time. It is, it is, I cannot describe how like skin tinglingly bad it was. And again... This had to keep going because you have to convince yourself that this that, that they're not the same, that there's a difference, that there's something that made you better that you could own them. And so when you have a law saying you can't do that, you have to start doing it through more creative ways. And, oh, the amount of advertising and PR and Aunt Jemima and Uncle Ben and all of this stuff that started coming out. And that is going to be the next episode, guys. Just strap in. Aunt Jemima and Uncle Ben get their whole shit together. Oh, no. They've got a whole... We got a whole other batch for those two. But you you slowly but surely start to convince people that this is the new thing that makes them less than human. And so, if that's where the origin comes from... Can you kind of understand why the fact that white people keep perpetuating that myth would kind of be offensive to anyone that is in touch with the right background of what that is? That's okay. That's bizarre. I really never did. I never knew that. That's bizarre. Uh-huh. Nobody does because when you know that, it again, there are two forms of racism there is little r racism and there is big r <laughs> racism. We're talking yeah. about the big r. We're talking about the one where it is built into the system. And if you actually start picking at the underpinnings of that system, you start to realize that, oh, my God, you were taught a lot of things wrong and people are very good at convincing themselves. And again, we're not that far removed from the Civil War. I know in the grand scheme of things, it seems like it's forever ago because we have Twitter and that's the world we live in. But there are still people who's in their family fought for that cause and unless you're going to come to grips with the fact that your ancestors were horrible people again maybe they didn't know better maybe there was some justification but at the end of the day in the moral scope of history they were wrong unjustifiably people will keep this myth going and keep any little bit going that you can to to sleep better at night and feel a little bit more superior so any time you run into something where someone says, oh, that is offensive, and oh, that... Pull at that thread a little bit. Pull at the thread. See, yeah. see what comes off of that, because you, I, yeah. more often than not, you, you are going to find that there is something horribly effed up at the root of that, and you don't get to make a call as to whether that offends them or not. Yeah. That's that's a pretty good takeaway here. I want to thank Driftless Pony Club for allowing us to use their song, They Were Buffalo on the Ark, as our theme song and our outro. It's off the album Cholera. It's a fantastic album. I'd recommend you stream it on any of your music streaming services, including a title. Is that, is that what that was called? That terrible failed experiment. The, the one, the, the Jay Z one. Yeah. Is, are they on that one? Uh, I mean, I, I, I assume. That was just, I don't know. I, I was under the convi- I was under the impression that Kanye just released like Life of Pablo on that one, and then nothing else ever <laughs> happened. Uh, and if you want to leave a review, that would help us out tremendously. Uh, we recommend just uh, do that through iTunes. Um, yeah. And you know what? 
I don't think I have anything else to share. Uh, I don't either. I promise we will have no. more of these ready to go for you guys so that we start getting on a oh, regular yeah, schedule. Spencer's, yeah, we're working uh, on Spencer's a, a little bit of a working boy now, and while he adjusts to the, the capitalist yolk breaking him over its back like Bane broke Batman, I, I promise we will have some in the tank. <laughs> we are good to go. I'm waiting, for a, I'm waiting for a man to both massage and karate my vertebrae back into place, and then I'm ready to climb out of the hole and save Gotham with my goofy podcasts about Elon Musk. Uh, there's a teaser for you. All right. Uh, catch us next week. Ta-da! Ta-da!